Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today on the podcast, we're going to discuss the Radium Girls. We're going to enlighten you with some Radium Girls. Some Radium. And we're not like talking that, about Madam Curry here, Brandy. <laughs> she was also a Radium Girl, but she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Timmy, that's totally lost. Uh, Madam Curie, it's a long story, but she. Invented a lot of stuff, devil. Oh, good. Okay, sure. Thank she, God for that illumination. She invented I, I love a good curry. Get some nice non bread with it. Mm, good stuff. <laughs> non is not even bread. It's bullshit. It makes <gasps> you poop a lot. What? Now, see, that's just so racist, devil. <laughs> Why? Why are you being that way? We got a lot of. We got some. We got some Pakistani listeners. That you just offended. There's nothing wrong with non. It's bread. It's flatbread. You like flatbread, don't you? But you don't like naan. What's that say about you? I don't like flatbread either, fucker. So wait, what? It's because it's not fucking bread. Well, well there's how, how there would you classify? There goes our ranking on the yeah Pakistani fucking starts. Goddamn, we we ain't gonna have a Syrian listener from left now. It, it, we're gonna have to work hard to get our Syrian listeners back after that devil. And we took, okay. it took us so long mm-hmm. break through that market, Brandy. Well, I mean, because they have all this time to sit and watch poor idiots from the States talk about <laughs> shit. They got nothing else happening. That's what they I mean, you know, so whatever. We're you know, talk- there's a lot of people in India, devil. Yes, we don't want to, we don't want to be just tossing them aside. There's probably more people in India than Texas. I would guess. I I think that that's probably accurate. Mm-hmm. Jesus. All right, so we're going to talk about the Radium Girls, um, these young ladies who, unfortunately, at least uh, a thousand people in India had some negative effects of their painting of watch faces, Brandy. <laughs> negative, I mean, slight negative. Effect. I mean, you know, you complain all the time, Brandy, because you don't get a 15 minute break every half hour. These poor young ladies 
They just started dropping over dead. And it's like you didn't, you don't even care. It's like you don't even care. Huh. Okay. I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, well, I mean, now think about this, devil. And we're going to go into this. But your biggest problem, because we've heard it over and over and over and over and over again, as a poor motherfucker with a $20 bill trying to get a box of a pack of Oreos and going to the wrong counter with them, where it's card only, card only, card only. I get it. I get it. It can be frustrating. But are you glowing in the dark with shit falling off of you when you leave there? Sometimes make sure it kind of puts it in perspective, doesn't it? Okay. Listen. You have to explain perspective, Colonel. <laughs> yeah, perspective is kind of like the way you look at things, devil. I'm sorry, I, I used a so my perspective word, yeah. is that I've wasted nine years of my life dealing with you two motherfuckers, and now it's you just gonna I, it's I, just I, gonna I, you know, I think you're minimizing it, Brandy. I think you wasted 12 years of your life with us. Well, it has been nine years on the podcast, but yes, yeah. I have. 12 years of my life. You know and what? what I, and what have I gotten out of it? We haven't got even a goddamn thank you from you. Look Check where your up. life is right now. And you can't even thank us from the, look at the arc from where we found you. Cause you yeah. know, we found it. It's an arc. You know, it's an arc, can, Randy. It is an arc. And you know where she was when we found her, Timmy. Was in I floating down a river in my huh? little basket? You were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar when that we met true. you. Yeah, that much is true. Yeah, and I knew I'd be in a much better place. <laughs> Either we found, with or without uh, you. We found Chuck drunk, unemployed in Greenland. That's where we got him from. Bought him for a sheep, sheep and half a cow. <laughs> well, now it depends on which half of the cow. I mean, we're gonna have a little brandy time. Tonight, we're gonna try to limit brandy time tonight. If we could, because we get a lot of letters. You know, and I mean, you know, a lot of people don't like Taylor Swift on the on the football, watching you know, well, watch the football no, game. A lot of people don't like Brandy <laughs> time. I know. You know what's fascinating about that is, like, it's Taylor Swift's fault that the fucking cameramen keep panning over to her. This is true. This she is doesn't have. True. You know what? I here's what Taylor Swift's problem is. She decided to date. One of the most hated men in football. It's not my. It's not my fault. Everybody hates Travis Kelsey. He's a douchebag. He, I'll say it. Yeah. I don't care about losing the Kansas City demographic. I don't want the goddamn Kansas City demographic. <laughs> if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, just take your ass on out of here. Travis Kelsey's well, a you've already got. You've already got this feud with. Joe Rogan. But he's the douchebag going to the Super Bowl. So, so in five minutes, we've lost India, Pakistan, and now Missouri. Jesus yeah, Christ, you guys. Or at least the western part of Missouri. St. Louis probably still loves us. I would imagine. Mm. In his podcast. All right. So yeah, I wouldn't uh, even so, go on his podcast. You know, yeah, Randy, I see your screen. Travis Kelsey and his brother have a much better podcast than we do. It's much, it's it has a little bit some more people than we do. So I wouldn't rag too hard on Travis. We Kelsey don't need to stoop to having guests. You know what? Yeah. That's that's a sign of a dying podcast. When you got to bring on celebrities. <laughs> when you got to bring somebody else in. We it's stand just like on I love Lucy when they brought John Wayne. It was over. Right. It was over. 
Yeah. And they jumped to shock, Timmy. So wait a minute. So you're old enough to remember when I Love Lucy <laughs> brought on John Wayne? Is that what you're telling me? Because I don't. Huh? I'm afraid so. I'm afraid yeah, I I'm not. <clears throat> right down the right down the toilet. After the right. Mm-hmm. Well, Fonzie literally jumped the shark. I think. We I mean, and what about those shows that like you know bring on relatives, right? Like someone's nephew. The nepotism. The, the nepotism of it all. Oh my yeah. god. Nepotism is where you hire somebody that somebody else is related to, Chuck. I know what nepotism is. Okay, well, I mean, of course sure? we never, you know, it, it wouldn't be like we wouldn't stoop that low. Obviously. No. No. We couldn't do that. We're right. we're a much more respectable podcast. Yeah. That. That, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to tell you guys this because you'll you'll appreciate it. <clears throat> Y'all will. Well, I know Devil and and Timmy will. I I Friday I went to give some blood, get some blood, get my blood checked. Everything came out fine, except I had one little outlier on my liver, Timmy, mm-hmm. on my liver. And I I saw Doctor Monday, and he said, you know, there's there's seven different liver tests on there, and if they're all fine, and you got one outlier, it's you know. One Robin don't make a spring, which I don't really get, but I guess he was saying it was okay. But you know, yeah, that is a vital organ, though, Colonel. <laughs> ever, since then, ever since then, my goddamn liver's hurt, Timmy. <laughs> little, of course it is. Quivering your liver there, Wait a minute. Yeah. What about that time we convinced you you had some kind of disease because you kept getting a headache or your arm hurt? Tim, what was that? Yeah. We I convinced him he was dying. Yeah. You don't know. It doesn't take a lot of convincing, though. <laughs> no, I know, but and it was look great. at little Pete there, Chuck. It was He's great entertainment phone. for He's us. Phone like a doctor week. trying to get an appointment. What was that? Yeah, that was wrong of you too. What was? I know you lost that up for me. like a week. I don't remember yeah. what it was. You had like a bump, or you had something going on. I don't know. But yeah, that went on for like a week. It was amazing. Well, he, he was he was just telling me and Tim before we started recording that the uh, I guess the security guard at the office told him he had looked told like he had I, cancer on his ear. Had cancer today. <laughs> well, that's lovely. Yeah, your you boss know, would be dick dick that. son of a bitch. I've already bad. sung that song. Chuck Dick Cancer. <laughs> oh God, I, you know the- I wonder though if it if it was like a non malignant tumor. That, you know, say a couple centimeters, wouldn't that? And I'm just asking you, devil, wouldn't that bring the ladies a little added pleasure? Like a little, like That's a little, question, like a speed bump. I mean, they got the they got the ribbed hmm. condoms, right? So oh, I would yeah, have remember the, the remember the French ticklers, the, the French the tickler. Yeah, had like a, I'd have the French like tickler on the top of it. Or yeah, <laughs> exactly. I put a stud through it. Hey. Google French ticklers there, that, but not on your work computer. No, or any computer that I, you want to be on again. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. Let me introduce no. our man. Before I, I do, can't. let me remind everyone that we are a uh, adult comedy podcast. We sometimes use adult language. And should that offend you, uh, Brandy, what should they do? Fuck off. Yeah. All right. Let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the king, her kingdom as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all? And Thad has put up pictures 
of French ticklers. Perfect. How would you describe French ticklers? Yeah. yeah. See that you're supposed to spank people with that. That wouldn't even leave a mark to me. And, and look, the, these right. are on these are on Amazon. Then Can you're you not believe doing that? it right. You know, hey, you I've I've learned the next day, Brandy. There's what? a way to hide your purchases, your Amazon purchases. Oh, you can, well, that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, because Logan uses mine, and uh, I don't buy things that I don't want people, you know, that aren't made public. But I do have a little, a wee bit of a problem with pens, ink pens. So I will, you know, buy a lot. But so I you'll, you'll buy ink pens. You don't want you anyone to know about it. But if you do. Buy one of these, what it looks like a Cato Nine Tails. Um, you could go to your purchases and archive it. Hmm. You think Michelle Johns has some of those, like purchases some of those Cato Nine Tails? I think, no, I don't think Michelle Johns will buy Cato Nine Tails off Amazon because she's, have you seen what she knits? She would just put it, she would just act like the leather was yarn and she would make it herself, Timmy. That's she's quite crafty. She is very talented. Yes. We'll have it's to amazing. get her to make some yeah. for um that's a lot of devil time we had there. Yeah, I didn't know we were even in devil time. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two more minutes. So what, I don't, what wait, did you even introduce me? Yeah, or did we just said, start you know, talking? Blah, 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 Queen Brandy we Brandy. said Queen Brandy, bunch of peasants, more you know, food, let them eat cake, that. all that shit. Yeah, I'm tired, Timmy. I'm tired. Are you I'm tired, tired Brandy? What, dumb, and I'm what tired. brings you? What makes you weary, Brandy? When people can't read the motherfucking signs on the motherfucking self scan, again, and sit there and look at me and go, "Oh my God, I didn't even see that." When people move the sign that says "Don't put cash in here," they move it and try and shove cash in there, like a fucking. Limp dick, they try and throw it in there. I, and, you know, I, I get the sense that you're a broken record here lately. I right. mean, all we hear about it. is how unhappy you are with your customers. And, you know, oh, they're, they're, they're the reason idiots. why you're able to afford the life that you've got, Brandy. The life of luxury. Yeah. The lifestyle well, that you have become accomplished, accomplished, accustomed to. First of all, I need you to both settle down about, I don't know what you think happens at Target, but I'm going to need you just to simmer down a little bit. It's stupid. It's stupid. It makes me mad. And you know what else? Adult, I've had to put up a thing because adults can't make, cannot form a line. So I have to put up stanchions for them to actually be in line and not just all come in once like stadium seating. What do you put up? It's fucking ridiculous. They walk through. Yes, yes, because they'll all come in like it's stadium seating, and then you got people like ramming into each other. I am not shitting you, ramming into each other, yelling at each other. Well, why'd you cut up there? You didn't cut up there, you need to go back. Line. They're assholes, and then they Devil might the cash in the goddamn remember, Randy, customer service. Can't customer, the word customer is the first word, is <laughs> the first word, yeah. Not service. Devil, might I give you just a statistic to add, to to give you a little perspective nope. to help you understand humans? No. Do you that's know not, every that's year? Number, Randy, no. that's a number where people, you know, the no, statistic. Yeah, it's a, it's so a number to make a point. Me, 
Um, Why do you so ask me every year, if devil? you're just going to fucking flap your mouth anyway, no matter what I say? Just, every just year. fucking say it. Don't say, can I give you a statistic? You don't say, can I tell you him? something? I'm just fucking say it. Because you don't give I'm a trying. shit what I say. I'm trying. Take a breath. With it. Take a breath. Take a breath. Use your words, devil. Use your words. Now. I did. Every I did year, use all my words. I'm going to use more every words. Every year, 394 people are killed at railroad crossings. They ignore the fucking sign that a goddamn train is coming, yet you think an index card taped to a machine is going to change human behavior. I don't understand do you why see you the parallel think there? those two things are different. They're Timmy, not do you different. see it? Thad, do you see it? They're just stupid they people. Just, stupid they just shit. ignore the little things that come down and say, stop, you're going to get killed by a train. They go anyway, 400 yep. a year, get killed doing it. And you're surprised that people yep. try to pay with cash in a card only lane. No. Why does it keep First surprising all, you? If you try and go around the fucking things that come down, then you deserve what you get. Second of all, I'm in process of procuring a taser. So when people start to put fucking cash in the goddamn machine, then I can tase them. Well, I think, Randy, I think no, hold on. So, so, motherfucking thing. I don't feel bad for them not, because the machine goes not. down and then they have to go over and do a whole other transaction and they're all pissy about it. And I'm like, motherfucker, three goddamn signs. And you look at me and go, I didn't even see that. What the fuck are you doing? You're up here buying cold medicine. You're telling me you can't look up and see three. They're not feeling good, signs. devil. Brandy, is there is there a Walmart or in the area? Walmart. Oh, it's on the other side of town. So yeah, I think that's what it is. I think or these are vibrated. people that typically would go to Walmart, but because there's not one close, they infiltrate the target. Oh no, oh, no baby, these are tar target people. These oh. are target people that think their shit don't stink, and I'm just going to do what the fuck I want. They're fucking no, idiots. They shouldn't be allowed yeah, to sure. fucking breed. Devils, I, I, I don't want to. Have you had any training, Brandy, on customer service? Curious. As a matter of fact, I have had to take training on customer service. It was fucking stupid, too. It, it didn't take. So, Devil, I don't know what to tell you. I want to get out those notes that you took. Timmy, might nope. I just add a quick Don't thing here? Give a shit. For our oh, female listeners. To. You ask permission, but you're going to anyway. Who like to uh what? I'm just gonna say it. There's there's quite a number of quite a contingent of female listeners who ring the devil's doorbell whilst listening to mine and Timmy's voices. And I'm telling you right no, now, don't. you're you're harsh in their bliss, devil. You just ruined it. Something. Yeah, because I they're right, they're right, right to, to that point down when they're the going to orgasm and mm -hmm. then you jump in with your bullshit. You jump nope. in, you're right. Nope. That credit card. They would rather rip yeah. their doorbell. Yeah, off. credit card. Somebody's listening to mine and Timmy's silky voices. And they're just getting this close, devil. This close. It's like this close. Rolls, it's like, yeah. like oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. And then all of a sudden you jump in like I was I was brought in to attract the bear contingent. So that's that's my role. Well, and that's Bears for Bears. There used to be a AOL chat room called Bears for Bears, and I never knew what it was because you know there you go. Do you think it was bears on there? Bears, but you know, there was they don't have thumbs, Tim. Can bears type? 
They don't have thumbs. Bears There's cannot type. Jesus. Which is a shame. It is kind of. Let's just have Charles time and get into these glowing girls. I would I'd like, like to get into one of these glowing girls. I bet you would. A man who... Um, they wouldn't even feel you at you all. You know, with, with all the <laughs> trouble in the world today, Brandy, I mean, we've got we've got oh, trouble in the Middle East. I don't want to warn people for the dumb bastard. Just fucking... We've got a crisis on our border. Christ. We have a crisis at Target. We have Kansas City in the Super Bowl. I mean, oh. the world is going to hell. You're just it's going to hell. And it's going to hell. People are looking for answers, Brandy. Well, they need to keep looking. <laughs> this is, this is here. these are end times. We may, we may be looking at end times, Brandy. This could be end time shit, though. This could be the apocalypse. I yes, heard three out of four horsemen last and night. The colonel has been called an oasis. In the no, he hasn't. By you. That's the only person known, I've ever told. He is a best-selling author. Nope. He has increased. He absolutely has not. Female orgasm. No. 75% at the very least. He can't even do that in his own house. Very I'm going to ask you this. A man of God, the Reverend really? Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Walters III, affectionately brandy known as a Southern gentleman. I'm doing well, Timmy, and and I just want to point out one thing. You remember Timmy back in the day, um, where everything was, you know, they had Live Aid and everything else for the for the starving people in Africa. We are the world. Yeah. Um. Do you hear about that anymore? Yeah. How about you just say thank you, devil? Okay, that's all I'm asking. Just thank you for fucking. By the way. Stop a world hunger. I bought, I bought that. I bought that CD that we are the world. Mm -hmm. CD. We are the. World. I don't remember ever getting a thank you card from. <laughs> no. No. Not a one, Brandy. Not one thank you. You know how many people there are in Africa? I mean, there's a lot. I don't know how many. There's a lot of people I, in Africa. I saw Madagascar the movie. It was pretty. Mm -hmm. good. It's amazing. Pretty much the yeah. same thing, Timmy. You it's amazing. Them. I love those. I movies. prefer I prefer minions though. Of course you do. Yeah. There's a minions four coming out. I know. Jeez. I saw that. Yeah. Whatever. Thursday you know, cheap trick tickets go on sale, Colonel. Well, you better get a rush because all those five year olds might beat you to it. Uh, and be sold <laughs> out. We see cheap trick, cheap trick and heart. Oh, that'd be a good one, Timmy. Yeah, I saw a heart when I was like in in the seventies. They were really good back then. Now they're older, of course. That Nancy Wilson's a good guitarist. Yeah. She's they amazing. They both have big boobs, Colonel. <laughs> She's amazing. They both have pretty big boobs. And, and mm, they do. Yeah. Neither one. Uh, of them okay, Colonel. We didn't have it. no, you didn't have nothing. Uh, no, Colonel. Is it no strife? I've, I'm solving most of the strife. So, yeah, there's not a whole lot of strife right now. Good. Um, I We're would like to thank our sponsor, um, 
Black Cat and Me. Black Cat and Me on Etsy. So if you need any any decorations for your home, you know, Devil, maybe if you look into it, maybe if you get a, a, a wreath or something, it'll cheer you up, Devil. Have you tried yeah, any? Have you tried to send you Randy, we had one called Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, R E S P E C T T I M M Y. Why did you tell me to get essential oils? Huh? You should get essential oils, devil. They they calm you down. They, I got some vetiver here. Mm-hmm. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me also state that. And this is a well-known fact with me and Tim. Chuck vapes in his office. And then when somebody comes in and says something, he tells them it's his essential oils. You know, Devil, you have slandered and libeled. There there is like a, uh, I mean, there's a, every year at our, your, your, our former job, Chuck's current job, there is investigations almost every year by HR. And and every in, investigation has been done there. It's probably been about fifteen now. Yeah, Chuck has Smith found ends up on the report. It does, no matter what it time, is. My vaping by the essential oil bullshit. Every because time. it's true. I I am not a person who just willingly violates company policy like that. You have you an open air his door. I mean, Tad, you open his office door. And it's it's like the smoke knocks you down, doesn't it, Brandy? Am I it's lying? A hookah lounge. Yeah. Hookah I lounge. guess I'm trying to figure out what's the point in HR in a uh, county office. If, we don't know. Be assholes. Like, to be well, assholes. <laughs> well, we have people who complain a lot about different things. I'm not sure if they complain now that Brandy is gone, but <laughs> that's true. They may not. They may not. They, no matter what the investigation is It could about, have been a car wreck in front of the building. They, they, yep. Somehow they tie in Chuck and his yeah. vaping. Chuck's no matter vaping. what the investigation is mm. involves. I had, I actually had shooting, HR break a, into uh, my office. They'd be just a couple postal and they'd be a mass shooting and they do an yeah. investigation and then they say, oh, also Chuck vapes in his office. Yeah, I, I want to hear about this. They broke into your office, Chuck. Well, no, I was I was just sitting in my desk, and the HR person just my door was shut, and they just popped into my office, started looking around, and I said I didn't know who it was, and I was like, "Hey, you lost? Could I help you?" Well, we had we had a, a complaint to you were vaping in your office, and Where I said that idea. I said this is like the tenth one. I said, "How about I do this?" Uh, I would would step away from my desk and uh, you find any vaping paraphernalia in in the area outside inside my desk or on my desk. Find it anywhere but in my coat pocket. And I will confess to this crime immediately. But if you don't, would you stop? The what I considered a borderline harassment. Harassment. Did they yeah. look into your your briefcase because you got your whole little? Well, his man purse, right? Uh, no pot lab in his. They found no evidence. Um, they said that people must be smelling my vaporizer, and uh, it was four hours a day. He sits at his desk and works, cleans his little vaping instruments. Yeah, I, it's, it's but he I, you know, even by my friends, these baseless accusations 
they hurt, Timmy. They hurt. Oh my God. We are also joined, as always, by our producer, Matt Dad. Dad, how are you today? Good evening. I am uh I'm I'm living I'm living the dream right now. We're talking about now. See, I work in HR. I think you may know that. One of the uh instances I'm I'm working on now is a is a man who went through the line at the cafeteria tore the tomato off of his sandwich and threw it at the person who made their sandwich because he said it was a bad piece of tomato. And he said, I did not do that. Well, I mean, you know, I said, I've got it on video. So did he, but is the person, but I mean, that's like an outside, you contract that out, right? The, the, The food service. We, we do. The person going through the line who threw it though, was an employee. Yeah, no, see, that's, yeah. and that's the rub. But so, I mean, so, if he throws it out outside and. and oh, you're saying because he threw it at a contractor? That's, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, I threw it at a contractor. Why do I care? Right. Yeah. 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 Gives a because shit. he doesn't want his employees to act like assholes. How about yeah. that? Fat, I got a, I got a quick hospital you know, story for you, Fat. I'm on this side. A hospital I, cafeteria. A bad tomato. Okay. I mean, they had it coming, clearly. Yeah. And and tomatoes you got to use judiciously. And devil, I'm not even gonna clue you in on that, but you got to use <laughs> tomatoes judiciously because this happened to me. My brother was in the hospital. I've been going up there every day at lunchtime. I go through the hospital cafeteria. I get myself a grilled cheese sandwich, and I see this, you know, cup with a pop up and a little cherry on top. You know what I'm talking about? The clear mm-hmm. cups. Sure, yeah. And, and I love me some tapioca. I just, you know, I'll admit it. I love me some tapioca. So I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm kind of tired and I'm been a little stressed and I eat my grilled cheese sandwich and I pop the lid off and I don't really like those, you know, fake maraschino cherries. So I pull it off and set it to the side, dig my spoon in and take a big bite of my tapioca. And I jump out of my chair and say, (coughs) Jesus fucking Christ. And I spit it all over the table. Because it was not, in fact, tapioca. It was cottage cheese. And I thought that I got a bad batch of tapioca. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love cottage cheese. It's like grabbing a a bottle of something in your refrigerator. Are you okay? You think it's water, but it's milk. I was right. And see, the thing is, I love cottage cheese, but my mouth was prepared for tapioca. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. And Are then when I right? jumped from the table and spit it all out, Ugh. the nurses were sitting at the table next to me, and they said, sir, can we help you? Can we help you? And, you know, I was a little... And then it took me a minute to... Uh, to. <laughs> what are you doing, Brandy? I believe she's crotch-shotting us, Timmy. But... uh, I'm over it. <laughs> What's your shirt say? Let me see. Dark Brandy is done. Brandy <laughs> it's a done. coat hanger. I can't read it. <laughs> All right. I don't know. This is not a surgical instrument. Epa board. Wow. That is my. So anyway, <sighs> that is my. That I just that you know doesn't really. What I'm saying is you can't dress up cottage cheese like tapioca. You put cottage cheese. Mm. In a cardboard container. When you think you got, you're drinking or tasting something, and it's something else. It's quite disturbing. It's unsettling. Conscience, Brandy. And you want Coke, and they give you tea instead. 
It's all harrowing. These are all harrowing experiences yes. we've had. Yes. You know who else had a, a harrowing experience? Are these goddamn radium girls that were growing testicles on their chin. Can we fucking talk about this now? Since we're a half hour into this bullshit. Okay, we got to get a shower. We got to justly lit up. We can start now, I believe, Timmy. Jesus. Okay. Well, sad to sleep. So, <laughs> no, I was. I wanted to show you this. I don't blame you. I don't know how well that's going to show up. I really it? have to post. So this is this was uh, this was ten years ago. So as you can see, it, it's it's a hanger. It yeah. is okay. And this is the inside of my car. Okay. And on the paper form, it says "Choose Life." And the fact that that's on a hanger, is I thought a was quite ironic. And uh, it's pretty gross. With friends, I don't. Yeah. Think, well. Yeah, they did that on purpose. That's pretty disgusting. But, you know, but we're good now. It's fine. It's all fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's good. It's fucking fine. Can we just get on with it? Yeah, we're trying. Trying. Before we do, Colonel, I, I, oh, I thought I of something today, Colonel, that I'm going to do. Yes, sir. Start the podcast. You know, when, when we're, you know, when I'm on my deathbed. Mm -hmm. Let's not be hasty, Brandy. <sighs> when I'm on my deathbed, getting ready to take my last breath. I'm going to I'm going to tell Leanne and keep us between us. Okay. I'm going to tell Leanne. Well, no one in India will hear it for sure because they've stopped listening. Yeah. I'm going to say, oh wait, I see a light. I see a bright light. Oh wait, it's a spaceship. <laughs> Who is that? It's Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> And she's like going to go spread it all over the world. Right? <laughs> this is what I saw. What do you think about that, Brandy? I will take her around the world to spread that message. Thank you, Brandy. I'll take her around the world with your money and Dave. <laughs> and we will spread that dumbass message. Thank you. Thank you. You want to throw some flat earth in there too while we're at it? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Right I think what you're going to end up saying is, hey, these don't look like virgins to me. Yeah. When's the last time Timmy saw a virgin? <laughs> How would he know? <laughs> Let's get going here. Let's talk about the radium girls. 1917, Brandy. You were three. Many of the patriotic young girls counted themselves lucky to have landed... Uh, war work in a large warehouse complex in Orange, New Jersey. Have you been to Orange, New Jersey, Colonel? I, oh, I've been there, Timmy. I've been there. They kicked him out. The pay was fantastic. Roughly three times the average of working a working girl's wage. And the work was like hold on when when we say when we say working girls wage do we mean do we mean women who are working or do we mean quote working girls no no just women who are working like in okay a, okay okay because that would have been a lot of money or something gotcha okay um anyway they were making three times what the poor girls in the short race factory was making and they caught on fire mm-hmm what Literally, the work was liked as the main job for these young ladies was just to apply glowing paint on the faces of clocks, instrument gauges, 
and wristwatches for the United States Radium Company. Might I I just throw in for a little... ...is considered a danger to anyone. uh, For a little historical perspective, Timmy, you know the wristwatch came about uh, because of a need from pilots in World War I, Timmy. Yeah. And these pilots, these radium watches would be quite handy if they was flying in the dark. Yeah, I think we talk about that in the next paragraph. Oh, okay. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry about that, Timmy. Once a thin layer of white paint impregnated with the newly discovered element, radium, was layered on the dials. Their hands naturally glowed and made them easier to read at night or in a dark trench in France. See, if I'm in a dark trench, though, do you really want to be lit up? Well, you want to be able to look at your watch, but you yeah, but you don't want to glow there. too much. You know, I, I, I would. You know, those guys that would go over the top. Mm-hmm. How would you like to? I, I wouldn't be that first guy out there, would you, Colonel? I wouldn't want to be the first guy with my wrist glowing. If I'm going to be the first guy, I want to be. Point, I want to be dark as night, point. Timmy. I want some black clothes. Yeah, I don't want no flashlight like on my wrist. You want to be dressed like a ninja. Right. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Without well, exception, how do you how do you take the simplest concept and and just make it fucking ridiculous? Like it's a simple concept. I want to wear all dark clothes. Just say I want to be a ninja. Just I say want to it. be a ninja or a burglar or a burglar. On what you need to wear. There's very little well, daylight uh, between a ninja and a burglar. A dissertation is what people that go to college do. Without exceptions, the radium girls. I know where to use my credit card mm-hmm. and when not to use cash. Ain't nobody ever yelled at me <laughs> for that. <laughs> These radium girls were told to paint. The paint was safe to handle. And so virtually no... Precautions were taken while they handled and even ingested countless doses of radioactive poison, Brandy. Your thoughts on that? Why would I? I mean, it figures they fuck girls over yet again, but go ahead. We're disposable. But I mean, but it wasn't just the, 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 the girls in the factories. They, the rich people used to drink radium water. Randy. Well, they were doing it knowing, knowingly doing that. These girls were not. These girls were told it was safe. So mm-hmm. let's get into that part of the story. You know, when they, the people who bought the water thought it was safe too. Yeah. The people getting that TV yes, electricity from Chernobyl it willingly. Too. Yeah. They still ingested it willingly. There is a difference. I will here's, here's a here's a quick uh quick little historical no, it's not, tidbit it's for never you. Quit. It's Madame never quit. Curie and Pierre Curie, they discovered this radium, right? Yeah. And do you know I mean, how Pierre died? Do you in know how Pierre died? Is that what we're uh, talking radiation about? Poisoning? I just want to make sure. No, Pierre got ran over by a horse carriage in Paris and crushed his skull. Isadora Duncan got her scarf stuck. Caught in a wheel. On a wheel. Yeah. yeah. That's I like what that you get. Funny. It's a real true story, Brandy. 
I don't care. True story. I don't care. Anyway, true story. Get back to the story. They didn't know. Of course, they didn't know it was poison at the time. No one did. And as um, Chuck points out, uh, Pierre and uh, Marie Curie had first identified the element of radium in 1898. It wasn't Mm -hmm. until 1910 that Marie successfully isolated a sample of it to work with. Now, Marie Curry would later die of of, uh, radium poisoning, but not until 1934. So this is before before she Mm -hmm. died, right? And at the time, radium was considered, you know, this magical... Um, Elixir, Timmy. Is, yeah, that would solve a lot of the world's problems. The radium-infused paint was a new invention in 1917. Now, right away, when Madame and uh, Marie, or Marie and uh, Pierre, Pierre discovered that their discovery, when they first found out that their discovery was dangerous, Marie gave herself several unpleasant burns uh, after improperly handling radium. Now, Pierre once said he couldn't bear the thought of sharing a room with even a kilogram of the stuff because he was afraid that it would blind him or burn off all of his skin, all of his skin. He knew. He, see, you know this. What 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 this parable reminds me of, Timmy? What? Not a parable. And, and okay. you know, well, devil. If you ever went to church, you might understand the the thing, the comparison I'm making here. But basically, Adam and Eve. Do you know what a parable? Madam Curie, Curie was. He was saying, "Don't bite the radium," and she was yeah. like, "Oh, it'll be fine. You know, it'll be fine." And he was like, don't bite the radium. And then she did it. And then she got burns on her skin. And then died. Then he got his head crushed by a horse. The Curries. The dumbest 30 seconds of my fucking life. Well, she goes to show you, Brandy, you handle radium and still get you still get killed by a horse. I'd rather eat radium than sit here with you motherfuckers carrying on with his bullshit. So let's get to it. All right. You know, we, last last oh. episode we were talking about poop color. I wonder if radium would change your poop color, Timmy. I imagine. It's Remember that poop chart? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have glowing poop on there. The Currys were working with large quantities of pure radium. The conventional This was uncut radium, time, devil. Uncut. The conventional wisdom... You know what uncut means, Brandy? It's when a guy... I don't think the two of you know what uncut means. (laughs) The Currys... It means you're non-Jewish, basically. Oh, Jesus Mm. Christ. (laughs) The Currys were working with large quantities of pure radium. The conventional wisdom at the time was that a little bit of the stuff was good for human health. A little bit of napalm will just perk you right up. (laughs) It should be noted that at the time, many people used radium for a number of reasons. Throughout the early 20th century, hundreds of thousands of people drank radium-infused tonic water. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a bit like having your Red Bull, a little <laughs> bottle of radium. Radium. Gives you wings. Yeah. Uh, brush their teeth. teeth. 
They brushed yeah. your teeth with radium toothpaste, Brandy. Everybody had the whitest teeth ever. They almost glowed. But it burns when I pee. It burns when I smile. Mm-hmm. And they wore radium cosmetics to give their skin a bright, cherry glow. This was before glitter was inv- invented. Dad is going to read for us an ad at the time promoting the use of announcer voice. Dad, can we manage not to interrupt him? Lifetime radium vitalizer water jar, circa 1925-1927. Lifetime radium vitalizer water jar was produced by the National Radium Corporation and a probable attempt to replicate the success of the Revigator. Like the latter, it was used to add radon, radium amantian, amantian sounds good, to drinking water. So they were adding radium to drinking water. What's uh, amantium? Mo- Wasn't that Wolverine's claws shit? That's what it. That was uh, adentium. You have to. That, that's Al- that's Al- like uh, that's Al- not like Kroger drinking water, Brandy. You have to. It's a brand name, drinking water. I am your father, Brandy. Uh, the Wait, jars, the the name, the the jar's original name, Lifetime Radium Vitalizer Water Jar, was possibly inspired by another Denver business, the Vital O Remedies Company, aka Vital O Gland Company, a later incarnation of the latter. The home products company produced the Vita Radium Suppositories. Oh, oh yeah, that, that'll help you with your constipation. Yeah. Ain't oh, nothing. Yes, God. Little little radium up, up the uh, woohoo there. Then you get the radium poo, and you can't just flush that because that shit stays alive for like sixteen hundred years. <laughs> it does, but it doesn't have to stay alive there. It can stay alive on to, down. You here know, you have a little what there's a cool guard things. You know that you get to test your poop. Cool guard. Coolio guard. Yeah, put it one of those things. Glow a guard. Cola guard. Glow guard. Yeah. Colon. Colon glow. I mean, it will, it will make your colon grow, glow, that's for sure. I would All imagine right. this was this was better than fiber, Timmy, for making you go and glow. Well, go and glow. I that's mean, what they call it. It's like uh, Mirror Max on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Mixed with the right kind of paint, radium would luminesce after exposure to light. <clears throat> would that so be a latex or an enamel, you think? I'm thinking more of a flat. You could have a radium-based uh, condoms. <laughs> yeah. So a watch face painted with this glowing brandy. You got to stay away from it. <laughs> it's you no stay good. Glowing penis. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Anytime, anytime. This is for the ladies listening, because yeah. this is uncommon. So I don't really have it in the book. But anytime a man just flops it out and it lights up the room. Stay away. Or or if there is some discharge viewable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that goes for the ladies. If they drop the drawers and all of a sudden it looks like sunshine down there. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. Walk stay away. away. Walk away. That's the radium for JJ. You don't want the radium for the JJ. Nope. Danger, Brandy. You gonna tell us this story or you're just gonna sit here, devil? The radioactive penis. I'm a radioactive, radioactive. You gonna you gonna talk? If you fucker stop, I'd love Wait to. On you. 
You're the narrator. We're trying to fill in the dead area, devil. Yeah. Mixed with the right kind of paint, radium would luminesce after exposure to light so that a watch face painted with the stuff could soak up energy during the day and stay visible all night. Luminesce means glow, devil. It was one of the scientific miracles of a very optimistic age, unlike this age, which is not optimistic. Unfortunately, that bright element had a dark side. Look at you, Timmy. And there's Chuck putting his hood up so he looks like Darth Vader from the dark side. And he's going to say, I am your father. And I'm I'm your father, devil. Thank you. So there it is. Um, She called her shot. Huh? You called your shot and it was perfect. The only stable isotope of radium is radium-226, which has a half-life of 1,600 years. Just like Timmy. For as long as it lasts, any sample of radium will emit alpha particles in all directions. Also like Timmy. Mm-hmm. Normally, Ooh. normally alpha radiation and Timmy is harmless in small doses. <laughs> Countless natural sources of this radiation can be found in the average kitchen or bathroom. Even nature is full of it, or um, yeah, full of it as the low energy particles have a hard time penetrating even one layer of skin. Outside the body, it's virtually safe. Inside the body, oh, <laughs> inside the body, it wreaks god-awful, one word, havoc mm-hmm. on the body's tissues. The warming glow radium puts out is caused by the element's atoms acting like tiny batteries. Like you got any radium vibrators, devil? Light photons strike the radium atom, bumping its electrons into a higher it orbit. Be ashamed, Randy, because uh, after no, the sun no shame sets, in it. There's no after shame the sun sets and it gets dark, those electrons spontaneously drop into lower orbits, emitting a particle and some photons. Photons as they photons. go. Fairly the simple word. I don't know why you got hung up on that. That's photons. What the fuck? Anywho, when radium is placed next to human cells or in the bloodstream, like when it causes a crosses a mucous membrane, such as the gums or eyes, it turns into a microscopic microscopic machine gun that gets lodged in the body tissues. That's what is going to your tissues there. That was Colonel's machine gun. Wish I had some right now. The radium then fires off particles, at particle after particle, at very close range. Point blank range. Eventually, mutil, mutating. Mutating. Mute. Like mutating, the turtles, Brandy. Mutating and killing the cells around it. You have just, you have uh, just a quick pause to just apologize to Timmy because you have mangled his prose. You have basically walked into a beautiful garden with Do you a, have with problems a hatchet and just brandy. <laughs> really pot, really. <laughs> you you didn't have worked, to sleep with the English professor. The men who worked for USRC wore lead aprons to protect them from this radiation, which is known to have a cumulative effect. That means it adds it's up over time, double. I don't remember anyway. asking you a fucking thing. I'm just about telling that. you. 
I know that you don't like to read things. Were given no protection of any kind and even encouraged to lick their brushes to get a fine point for detail work. A practice known in the factory as lip, dip, and paint. I got a process called lip, dip, and paint. (laughs) The reason the company gave for this difference was that the male engineers were handling huge bundles of raw material while the girls were never exposed to more than a small amount at once. Day after day during the war and for many years after, the Radium Girls painted military and civilian watches and dials, licking their paintbrushes and handling jars of Radium tincture as carelessly as they would handle any paint. This paint naturally got all over the girls whose clothes and skin would glow when they got home from work. The girls thought this was great fun, reassured by their supervisors that they were perfectly safe. Some girls even took to wearing their best ball gowns to work on Friday so they would glow at the dance that weekend. And when we say glow, we mean glow. They actually glowed. They didn't even have to have lights on at the place. They just, you know. They were a walking disco. Exactly. Girls painted their nails with radium, sprinkled flakes in their hair, and even applied it to their teeth to give Mm -hmm. their kiss a pop. Friends and neighbors of these factory girls took to calling these young ladies as ghost girls for their unusual glow. You could always tell which young ladies worked at the factory because when you saw them walking down the street at night, they were fluorescent. Hmm. For several years, I glow like that sometimes. For several years, working at the radium plant was fun and very well paid, so many of the employees encouraged their sisters, nieces, and sisters-in-law to apply. By 1920. So hold on, hold on. I just want to say here, <clears throat> while you have heaped blame upon the male species here, it was these women who were bringing other women into it. They were saying, hey, you're my sister. I Look at me. I glow. I got this growth on my chin that looks like a set of testicles. My teeth are falling out. Come over here and work with me. It's safe. Hmm. I don't think that. Who that you want to shame either. now, Devil? Who you want to hey, shame now? Doctor, you don't even. You don't even need to take an X-ray. Just excuse me, dipshit. <laughs> uh, I don't think they brought them on there while they were growing testicles on their chin. I think it was probably before there. But anyway, so by 1920, several large families were working on USRC's floor, totaling around 300 girls at the peak of the operation. And when Brandy says testicles on their chin, just Google radium girls and look at the images because it does look like their jaws had big, long testicles. And um, yeah, it was, it was the result. Yeah, it's an amazing radium. story. All right. Yep. In yeah. January of 1922, radium girl Molly Magia got a toothache. She went to the dentist who told her the molar needed to come out. A few weeks later, she was back to having the tooth next to that one pulled. Neither wound healed, but grew together and seeped blood and pus into Molly's mouth. Ugh. More teeth had no to come out after that. No matter how much that. you glow, you ain't sexy if you're doing that. Blood and pus coming out. By of May. That's a boner right, killer right there, Timmy. Am I yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's their concern is your, your heart on. Is her main concern at this point, I assure well, you. I mean, she's starting to lose teeth, so, you know, she's getting more attractive every day. But, you know, <laughs> you can't really get that done without a good good jawbone, mm-hmm. can you? 
You need the jawbone. By May, her dentist thought Molly needed uh, surgery to remove. (laughs) By May, her dentist thought Molly needed surgery to move to remove a fast-growing abscess he'd found in her jaw. When he got the gums open, the bone didn't look right, as it was too ashy and gray. So he gently prodded it with his finger. Can you just put a little lotion on it? That's what I. His shock and horror. The whole bone I mean, crumbled under his fingertips like ashes in a fireplace. Thank you for letting sometimes me Sometimes my elbows get ashy. That's all I'm fire. saying. Yes, I know you they just, do. They're disgusting. And I put a little, I put a little lotion, lotion on, on it and it goes, he couldn't put a little it lotion on an ashy jawbone? No, but your mm-hmm. elbows are ashy and so is the top of your fucking head. You need to put keep lotion on. Okay, I'm just saying. Maybe I, he needs radium. Maybe he should try radium. Yeah, he should have tried I wonder if he took nice. x-ray of her before. Oh, the, de- the devil's breaking up again. In a tower, chair. Yeah. He prodded her gently with his fingers. <laughs> he wound up. Really? Because this is sad, actually. Yeah, he said. When he got the gums, the bone didn't look right, blah, blah, blah. Instead of removing a tumor, he wound up digging Molly's entire left jaw out with nothing but his fingers. Unbeknownst to him... The radium had perforated the bone cells and stripped them of calcium. It had, like a little machine gun, shredded the collagen inside the bone, left it <laughs> as little more than a pile of splinters. That's just hideous. That summer, the rest of Molly's jaw came out, followed by bits of her inner ear. By September of 1922, eight months after her first toothache, Molly was dead. The tumors had cut into her jugular vein and flooded her throat with blood, choking her to death in bed. Molly wasn't the only girl this happened to. Radium passes easily through the gums and into the blood, so around the time Molly got sick, all sorts of odd symptoms were cropping up among the shop girls. One suffered a total collapse of her vertebrae, as the radiation did to her spine what it had done to Molly's jaw. Others developed skin cancer, cataracts, throat cancer, and other symptoms of long-term radiation exposure, such as loose teeth and hair loss. At the time, um, I think I would take the loose teeth and hair loss. Uh, the company well, right as the alternative. Can you imagine your vertebrae just disintegrates, collapsing? Oh, you know yeah. what this reminds it, me of? It, it, it reminds no, me of one of those those commercials on TV part. for medication where they start with. Well, could cause a little bit of hair loss, oh, and possibly a loose tooth, uh, maybe skin cancer, throat cancer, your bones turn into mush. That's the one that gets me. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And if a perineum infection, it's a perineum, perineum yeah. fuck wad. Perineum, yeah. a perineal no, infection. Cool. Yes. <laughs> it comes back every year. Every year, it's just it's, terrible. It's, what I mean from that, I don't understand like that specific little strip of skin right, right there. I, why does why it attack does it that? that? Oh, why does it pick like your elbow or you know your weenus or whatever the fuck? Whatever. All these it's girls, all these huh? girls at the shop were you know their teeth, their hair were falling out, their teeth were falling out, the jaws were breaking, and they go to the company doctor because back in, in those days companies had. Is this doctors. in here? Just, no. it's not and he would tell them it's that it's just a coincidence that all these other people are you know all these other girls are sick just a coincidence they're all losing their feet or face and jaws and they're in 
Turns out he wasn't even a medical doctor. He had a, he had a doctor in philosophy. You know, and the thing about this is, Timmy, the girls working next door at the shirtwaist factory <clears throat> who were going to perish in a fire the following year, um, they weren't making any money, but they weren't losing the teeth, Timmy. And nobody put two and two together there. All these scientific people and nobody added up that only our girls are losing all the hair and teeth and spines and jaws. Fucking coincidence. I think not. Okay. So yeah, but you know what you didn't get from radium? A taint infection. A taint infection seems like it would be uncomfortable. Dave takes one of those medicines that will get that are supposed to give you that might give you the infection. Do you check his taint? Sometimes. Is he all right? He's all right right now. Because we don't want the taint. We don't, you can't mess with the taint. Listen, we got enough problems. I'm not dealing with an Uzi taint. That's damn sure. (laughs) All right. So at the time, the radium was known to be acutely dangerous. No one had a great name for a rock band, the Uzi taint. The Uzi taint. I think the radium girls is a good name for a. I'm is, sure that, I think that is a bad Yeah, actually. I think I think actually it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Molly's death. Oh, Molly's death was attributed to syphilis. It's the ah, company. I mean, just because she had a little radium, just because she drank radium every day doesn't yeah. mean she didn't have Well, she probably they probably said, look, look, you can't see the open saw on of a the JJ. It's clearly syphilis. Yeah. Oh, bless her. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing, though, with that. They attribute, that was like, I don't know, that just, it was one of those things where good girls didn't get syphilis, and so now they've besmirched yeah, this poor girl's her fucking name. reputation yeah. to save their ass. That's shitty. But anyway, so it was attributed to syphilis with the company gleefully cited after the accusations and lawsuits started rolling in. And roll in the accusations did. Way back before USRC had started operations, the firm's president had commissioned safety studies on the glowing muck and had come away satisfied that it was safe. Remember, this was a time we for ourselves and the wrongdoing. Right. Once a woman was too ill to work, not only did they lose their salary, but they also lost their health care. And the teeth. Well, and the by 1924, by 1924, when dozens of radium girls were sickered, an independent study, one that USRC didn't pay for, established that the radioactive paint is indeed hazardous when ingested. Outraged at the implications and financial ramifications of this study, USRC did something modern readers are familiar with from dealing with tobacco and big oil companies. They paid for another study that found what they wanted to find and that swallowing swallowing radioactive paint is actually good for you. They should probably thank them. You know yeah. what, honestly, like, like no kidding aside, it's shit like this that makes you wonder what are we told now is okay to do? And we find out in 20 years. Not. Vaping. Vaping. Uh, uh, I'm probably sure. Probably everything. Taco Bell. You know, Taco yes. Bell can't be good for you. Uh, there's no way that's good. Christian for you. Slater. <laughs> yeah. I see. So none of this would fly after 1925. <laughs> Poor Harrison. Poor Christian Slater. Damn it. Lionheart and 
on the cube or whatever not the fuck you, Randy. Not good for what? you. Not good for you. No, I guess. None of this would fly after 1925 when Harrison Martland studied the issue for himself. Martland would later become the man who coined the term punch drunk, punch drunk to describe damage boxers' heads suffered during in, suffered in fights. All right, Thad, do you want to read this or do you want me to keep going? I, I, I can take it. All right. Oh, first Martland. She said, Dad. Oh, <laughs> first Martland reopening of Molly McGee. At that time, cause of death was established by a coroner's jury, which was made up of laymen and acted like the jury in a court case. It goes without saying that is a dysfunctional. It goes without saying this is as dysfunctional in pathology as is in criminal justice. So Martland, as chief medical officer of Essex County abolished the jury system and hired competent medical examiners. Way to go, Marland. As expected, Molly's corpse showed no signs of syphilis, but it was clearly been mangled by radiation. Similar results came through for the other girls who had died, and eventually the USRC was driven into ruin by the medical and court costs. Good. You know, there, there had to be a bunch of guys that when they said, this, no, she didn't have syphilis, it was like, Ooh. Yeah, but you know what? The damage is already done. Well, they they could they had to stop digging them up because yeah, they were radioactive for yeah. sixteen hundred years. Right, you need to put them in that casket today. Yeah, vindication came too late for most of the radium girls. Many died young, usually in horrible pain and fear. Oh. While others lived many years with weakened bones, lost teeth, and various forms of cancer, which may or may not have been caused by their exposure to radium as teenagers. After a typically protracted and ugly court battle, some of the girls were compensated. Others weren't. And life went on. Mabel Williams of Olympia, Washington, may now be the last surviving radium girl. In 2015, she was 104 years old and had worked for USRC at age 16. I bet she's not alive now. Uh, no. Sure she's well, bad. no. It's 104, 2015, probably not. Well, with that much radium, she might be. Yes, true. In a corpse. Well, she, had, she might be. She may yeah, maybe maybe with her, it acted like a preservative. Exactly. Right? Just kept her going. She don't however, Ma- however, Mabel was an exception. Of the 70 or so women who worked in the two major paint dial factories in New Jersey and Illinois, more than half died at very died at a very young age, while others would die of related diseases such as cancer. Their sacrifice wasn't in vain. Dr. Martland's work had attracted attention, and in the 1930s, several research institutes approached him for advice in safely handling even more dicey elements such as uranium and plutonium. In 1942, physicists at the University of Chicago successfully established a brief chain reaction. Three years later, the Manhattan Project produced several atomic bombs. For decades afterwards, the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission credited the research and experience gained in the USRC shop with helping them devise handling and safety protocols that kept thousands of young war workers safe during World War II. See, there's a bright side. You see, oh, there's a double entendre. Yeah. I see what you did. 
Um, Even today, Dr. Martland's work on the Radium Girls and the effects of long-term alpha exposure is being cited as it's not too as being cited as and it's not too far out. Jesus Christ. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I'll try and read that again. Even today, Dr. Martland's work on the Radium Girls and the effects of long-term alpha exposure is being cited and it's not too far out to say that tens and thousands of people around the world have benefited from what was learned from the Radium Girls. The Radium Girls saga holds an important place in the history of both the field of health physics and the labor rights movement. The right of individual workers to sue for damages from corporations due to labor abuse was established as a result of the Radium Girls case. In the wake of the case, industrial safety standards were demonstrably enhanced for many decades. All and right, it, Brandy. It should be uh, it should be noted that uh, the Radium Girls were memorialized really forever. Um, they they became immortal in the uh, by Monty Python in the uh, Holy Grail movie. Yeah. Or Life of Brian, possibly. I'm sure oh, they appreciated that. Always look at the bright side <laughs> of life. Brandy, what's your what's your final thoughts on the Radium Girls? Well, I think it's sad, and I think it shows that, you know, there's always been an element of society that thinks that girls are just disposable. You know, they put them in these factories. They have the guys that wear lead aprons. And, you know, the girls are just given, you know, a regular apron and a paintbrush. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad. Those girls weren't doing anything but trying to support their families and they got taken advantage of. And it's makes me sad. Well, now to be, and I don't like to be the devil's advocate on this, but when you're working in a place where teeth are falling out left and right, there comes a time when you have to say, you know, these are good wages, but I'm going to go down to the shirtwaist factory. That's what I'm going to do. But it doesn't pay as well. And you don't know. Molly could have just had syphilis. Well, I'm just saying. So you're saying it's better to die in a fire than. (laughs) Right. I'm saying it's better. No, I'm just saying as a worker and as a human being, no, what these people did was horrible, but y'all are responsible. There's at some point, what in the fuck do you say? Oh, you know, when when Elizabeth you, started working here, she had a full stupid head of hair. You know it's and now stupid. nobody on the line's got any goddamn hair or no teeth, and they keep telling us, Oh, don't worry about it. But fuck it, I'm gonna worry about it. I'm gonna get my ass out of here. But they need their health care, they need their insurance. I don't think your insurance really matters when your jawbone hits the floor. When your jawbone hits the floor, at least you have insurance to go get it fixed. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know if they had any other options to support their family. It is. I mean, it's a fucking, what's that called? It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. It's a sad story. There's always only fans. There is true. Stay tuned. I'm going to put my feet on there. I'm not saying that they didn't know this was dangerous and heap it upon the woman. You know, companies have been doing that for years. What I can understand is when Molly and Betty and Jill, yeah, when they start all falling out, at what point do you just keep on saying, letting, 
Letting people tell you no, don't yeah, worry about that. Like Ignore that. Later in it, I mean, at what point do you have to say enough is enough? Well, I mean, and of course, thank you, Charles, Mister White Man, for sharing that piece of fucking wisdom. He has a new Randy. Come on, he's wearing because I, I'm just saying I can't be responsible for every goddamn person's safety in the whole fucking world. If you can't think for yourself, then. Bad shit's gonna happen to you. That's all I'm saying. And when you see four, four or five of the women, I'm not saying they weren't victims. What I'm saying is, I think that's exactly what you let saying. yourself become a victim when people say, "Ignore what you fucking see," and listen to me. Believe me when I tell you everything's all right. Just ignore the fucking people with their noses hitting the floor. There's nothing to see over there. Well, let, let, let me say this, though, as a part of that. I, I, I think a lot of that kind of goes da- back to I me. Mean, these were young girls. You think about yourself at that age. If someone is, is in a, a position of authority, adult, you, yeah. you know, you're, you're probably going to believe them. I mean, at least I would think so. And and, and again, they're young. They're impressionable. Edu- you know, they, don't know what, they don't know what uneducated. to do. Probably poorly educated. Yeah, if not educated at all. You're right. Exactly. So, I mean, I see what you're saying, Chuck, but I mean, I think at the same time, you know, as a child, you, you want to trust adults that they have your best interest at heart. And these fuckers, I mean, definitely. we see what you're saying. It's just stupid. <laughs> no, I'm just, at the same time. Uh, and, and see, you say they use young, impressionable girls. I get that. That's why the army gets men, boys, well, are 18 right. and 19 years old, because they'll do any fucking thing they're told. Well, right. Yep. And invisible. you have to be responsible for your own goddamn safety. It's it's literally why they're point. called the infant tree. Don't like, trust the, the whole point of this is what I'm saying is don't trust the man because he ain't looking out for you. <laughs> and when your teeth start falling out and Molly's nose is falling off and Betty's fucking tits hit the floor, then you get the fuck out of there and go to the shirtwaist factory. Don't because trust the man. Nobody's that, that's the message the of this podcast. Don't trust. Yeah, the man. who's gonna? But here's the other thing: who's gonna hire you? When they know that now you've got all this radium sickness mm. and Molly had syphilis. Well, oh, yeah. So, I mean, surely everybody there, you know, they're they're going to, you know, attribute all those things to these horrible diseases. Other than that, nobody's going to hire them. Yeah, if you get out sooner because you have no you insurance. Have, if the time you have symptoms, it's probably too late. Wait, well, by the time you right. have symptoms, yeah. but. And and I guess yes. Well, the, the, dent, the dentist symptoms, dug her jaw just out. Jump in there, you know. When you when you've gone in and you say, it, you know, I, and this is a true story. I was I was in I was in staffing. I had a company that did nickel plating, okay, and they wanted to get temps, and I was a little concerned because nickel plating will fuck you up. The kind of things you use. And the guy wanted to take me above the floor on this catwalk, and there was these cauldrons. And I said, no, I'm not going up there. I can see the shit. And the guy said, "It." I said, what about the nasal thing? I heard it eats up the cavities in your nose. And he said, "That's that doesn't happen. It does. That's just a myth people talk about. Then he says to me, plus, we have everybody checked once a year. And then... He says to me, I kid you not, look at me. I've worked here 20 years. Believe me. I looked at him. He looked like a goddamn troll. He probably started out looking like Brad Pitt. He looked like a goddamn troll who lived under a bridge. So 
this company finally, and I'm not lying, if I could think of the name of the company, I'd look it up. They finally got, now this is in the 90s. This company got shut down by the EPA because they were dumping raw cyanide in Sharonville into the sewer systems. So you're going back to 1917, but look at the shit that happens in 19 whatever. And when you go into a place and they say, well, what about my nose? Oh, don't worry about that. But we're going to get you checked once a year. And you start seeing guys with holes in their noses. Get a different job. Maybe they have a cocaine problem. Well, that could be. But yeah, it's always been like that. It appears that you do. You've been all over the place like a coked up squirrel tonight. I am. I don't like you in the nighttime. Chuck, was it was it uh, Green Industries? It was Green Industries, Thad. Yep. Green Industries. And I remember the goddamn troll that tried to make me walk the catwalk above the shit. Fuck and I that. said, I don't, I'm not fucking walking up there. I don't know how I got to keep telling you. When I, when I grew up, my parents were still married. Um, I had a, a friend, his dad worked at Fleur Fernald. And yes. uh, they were, yeah, Fernald, they were doing. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. It's good. Exactly. All right, kind kids, it's about my bedtime. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Um, if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs, where you all one word, where you can give a little, you can give a lot or a kernel. Just a wee little bit. We now Just a have tip. a TikTok uh, channel, right, Thad? We we do. We uh, TikTok and YouTube, and you can find all of those links uh, and also our new feedback form. You can send us emails or comments uh, about anything. Oh. Uh, history Dweebs. <laughs> oh, oh, this one's oh, going to be good. History, go to historydweebs.org. It's the last link on there. Leave us um, some comments and some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I think right. the feedback form might be just inviting trouble. That <laughs> well, Brandy said she wanted to get them all, so we're going to forward them to her so she can yeah she can take a look at them. All right, she Brandy, you need to work on some what the fuck theaters. We need some of those. For I people. know, and I have so, I've watched so many fucked up things lately. I know I've got so. Have you watched Lost Highway? I've not watched that yet, but here's the thing, and so. I'm going to say this because I don't, I don't, I thought about, I was going to make a kind of a thing, but I'm not going to. So Dave is very, very sick. Um, we found out in July, um, he has interstitial lung disease. Um, on top of that, of course, he's got osteoporosis cause he's an old lady with brittle bones. I guess he's worked with radium. Um, but he's, he's very, very sick. And so I've been kind of dealing with that. So I haven't had a lot of um, gumption to do many of the what the fuck theaters um, or, you know, much of anything except go to work and come home and take care of everybody. So I do apologize for that. Um, I've not been as active on the page as I should have been. So just um, give me some time. I'm still adjusting to my new normal and, um, don't I'm even worry. It's not even a thing. It. You, you just take kind of take one day to and Dave, get, get better. We, well, he's um, right now. He's okay. Um, right now he's okay, and we're dealing with it. And we go and you know we got a doctor's appointment to do all kinds of things. But um, it's just it weighs on me a lot, and I don't want to let him know mm-hmm. that. Even though he's coming in here to run his fucking mouth. Did he I get a CPAP machine? Good. I hope you trip and fall and run out of breath. 
go in the other room. I want to hear. That's from you. very nice, though. Did he get a CPAP machine? He did get a CPAP machine. Yeah, good. Does, Does he, he wear, wear it? it? No. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> no, he doesn't wear it. Um, so you know we're working. It's it's a process. And those things. Tell him to, tell him to switch over to the nasal pillows. They're very comfortable. It won't bother him. He's probably he got the full face mask. <laughs> He's got the nasal pillows, I think. Um, that- and the and it gets into a whole other slew of shit that I'm not going to get into. But if you've lasted this long in this stupid ass podcast, um, then I just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, but I'm going to, like I said, I'm I'm working on some stuff, so we're. We're getting there and I'll be back normally soon enough. But so you so what you're saying is uh the ill nature and bad temper that you had for the last nine years is uh attributed to something that's happened in the last year. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know why you're hearing that. I don't know, but we wish Dave our very best. Yeah, of course. Hundred percent. Well, he's a Dave lovely is a good, man. good guy. Is he, he still wearing he his suspenders? Of course. He, he hasn't given up on his Happy New Year message. Because that yeah, would concern me. Happy New Year message. No, when Dave doesn't wear suspenders, suspenders. That, no, was, that would concern me. He still wears them. He's still, he's still kicking. We're, we're, like I said, we're getting there. So we'll give oh, him a little bit. Dave. No. We're thinking about you, buddy. All right, so before we get out of here, we want to take this opportunity to uh, to plug our website, historydweebs.org. If you go to historydweebs.org, you can find links to the pages that have our podcast on them, as well as our social media, our YouTube, and our TikTok. On there as well is our feedback form, so if you have a question or a comment for anyone on the show, please feel free to go there and uh, send that in, and we will take a look and get back with you. Also on there, of course, is our Patreon page. If you would like to help support the show, uh, you can go there and for $5 a month um, become a, a paying member. And that, of course, helps us keep this show going. And, of course, we want to say thanks to our sponsor, Black Cat and Me. And uh, for all of your home decor needs, you can find a link to Black Cat and Me on our website, historydweebs.org. We do want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of our Patreon subscribers uh, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Sarah Bloom, Ben Dubrovich. Uh, thank you all for being sponsors of the show. Jennifer Svoboda, uh, Erica Kenny, Michelle Johns. Thank you for helping to support the History Dweebs podcast. Laura O'Reilly, Shirley Strap, uh, Anonymous. Uh, thank you all for being friends of the show and showing your support. Todd Long, Amber Anderson. Jamie Dent, Mary Ann T. Knight, thank you all for supporting the uh, the podcast. Clark and Diane Trowbridge, Anna Kaufman, and Jess, uh, thank you all for helping to support the show. Uh, Terry Stafford, Terry, thank you for uh, supporting the History Dweebs podcast. Daniel Townsend, Jennifer Orcutt. The already bo- um, sorry, the already gone podcast. Uh, thank you all for helping to support the show. Buffy Sykes, Emily Tarkov, Gina Green. Thank you all for helping to support the podcast. Sue Van Hook, Alan Cox, the Canadian True Crime Podcast. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, Liz Lawrence, Cheryl LeBlanc, LeBlanc Weldon. Thank you for supporting the History Dweebs podcast 
the individual who keeps the memory along with Hiro, uh, we thank you for your continued support uh, of the show. Guy Savage, Carl Usplund, uh, Christina Harmeyer, uh, and uh, Shelley, uh, our good friend and uh, co-host on occasion. Thank you all for supporting the History Dweebs podcast. It helps keep this show going. Uh, we uh, are very appreciative of each of you. If you would, again, uh, like to uh, become a Patreon of ours, again, it's uh, it's $5 a month. You can go to our website, historydweebs.org, and click on the link there. And, of course, lots of other goodies on that website as well. See you all next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Good day. Bye. Goodbye. Because it's not fucking bread. They both have pretty big boobs. I don't care about losing the Kansas City demographic. I don't want the goddamn Kansas City demographic. (laughs) I was brought in to attract the bear contingent. It's stupid. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Ina Garten. Welcome to Be My Guest, the podcast. One of the best gifts you can give friends is spending time together. But what's even better than that? Cooking with them. On Be My Guest, the podcast, new friends and old stop by my barn for some conversation and great cooking. We talk about food, life, and everything in between. Listen to Be My Guest, the podcast with me, Ina Garten, and join us wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.